This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. Summer is here. Pack your bag with sunscreen, your emotional sport water bottle, and that steamy bee treat. But wait, don't stop there. This year, there's a new kind of essential that's right at your fingertips. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods, goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut. To explore the bounds of your pleasure, new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high-quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. Donald Trump Jr. made headlines and y'all chimed in on antitrust. We review another crazy week on today's episode. This is Sarah from the left and Beth from the right. You're listening to Pantsuit Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. Welcome to another episode of The Briefcase. Before we get started, we wanted to remind everybody to save the date that we will be recording a live show. It'll be a ticketed event at 
at Red Pepper in Nashville on August 15th. So save the date, start making your plans. Um, Megan bought her airplane ticket already, which was super exciting and touching. And also that we are still doing the promotion that if you sign up to be a subscriber on our Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, there's links in the show notes. We will send you a handwritten postcard and a special Pantsuit Politics gift. Well, what would you like to talk about, Sarah? Okay. I actually have lots to say about this, <laughs> but mainly because I used to do opposition research. So for once, I'm not just talking out my butt. I actually have experience with this. Okay. So here's what I have to say about this. When I graduated from law school, I went and worked for Hillary Clinton's um, opposition research department. I spent many Many hours pouring over both Obama and John Edwards' legislative records. Guess what I didn't do in my hours at the Hillary Clinton Opposition Research Department? Field calls or emails from Russia or other foreign countries. This is not a thing. To call this opposition research is bananas. That's not how it works. I thought that Liz made a really good point about this in a Facebook message to us, too, which is that our willingness to accept opposition research at this level is so symptomatic of where we are in kind of the cynicism of our political dialogue. And it's hard for me because on the one hand, I do think that the Trumps are particularly abnormal. So putting them in context, I sometimes feel like there's this risk of, well, well, that's just saying that, that this has been a natural progression. And I don't see that. I think they are abnormal. I also think that there is an issue that we need to confront when we are willing to just, you know, looking at the legislative records of your opponents is different than dirt on people. And it's just, I don't know, it's its hard to know how to talk about this without just diving into some kind of boring lecture porn. I love that term. I'm going to use it as like a guiding principle in my life. So I think your point is a good one. I don't really think, though, that this is about sort of their desire for dirt on Hillary Clinton. So I just listened to The Weeds, which is a great podcast, and Matt Iglesias and Ezra Klein both made really good points, which is... First of all, the Steele dossier's sort of purpose, the one that we all talk about that gets lost in the mention of golden showers, is that Russia wanted to collude with Donald Trump's campaign, not to sort of sway the outcome of the election, although they hoped for that, but to set up, uh, to compromise him, to make sure that they had blackmail material on Donald Trump. Now, We all know now for months that Donald Trump Jr. was lying repeatedly on television when he said he did not meet with any representative of Russia. But guess who knew that the whole time? Russia. Guess who could have held that over their head and said, we know this and we will tell. And it just it's so worrisome. And I know, you know, it's concerning and it creeps into conspiratorial territory but like you know he stood up and did not read a speech that his advisors had gave him except for one line about nato which is sort of putin's 
number one gold star goal is to undermine NATO. And that is what Donald Trump has done. And I can't think of a reason why he would want to do that, although I'm sure he could convince himself it was his idea. Like, I believe that they are total and complete amateurs at this and did not. I buy that they could perhaps not have realized what a big damn deal it is to take information from an enemy of the United States about your opponent in a presidential campaign, although I struggle. But I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt on that. But like at a certain point, they did. And they were keeping all this information from disclosure forms on the federal government, from the press, not just keeping it, lying about it repeatedly. Like since this has all started coming out, Jared Kushner's added like a hundred names to people that he met with. Why? Why were you keeping this information a secret? Because you knew it was compromising and Russia knows it's compromising too. I'm not really willing to give the benefit of the doubt on them not knowing that this was inappropriate. And I would feel that way if it were someone from Canada or someone from the UK. I don't think we should be collaborating with people outside of the United States to dig up dirt on people we're running against inside the United States. And I'm frustrated that ordinary, really good people are accepting that line of reasoning. Mm -hmm. I'm even more frustrated that ordinary, really good people are accepting the line of reasoning that this wasn't bad because it didn't work out for them. I don't understand. Oh, that drives me crazy. We have so many laws that say an attempted crime is still a crime. And the other thing that I'm frustrated about is that ordinary, really good people are in the mode of, well, okay, it looks bad, but it wasn't a crime. Well, you know what? That's not the standard for the president of the United States. Even if there was no criminal activity here in a way that could be prosecuted and convicted and punished. I'm not an expert on campaign finance law. I've never followed a case being tried for treason. You know, I don't know what the evidentiary standards are and how this would work if it were prosecuted. That is not the standard that I have for my president. I was in a really dark place about the continued viability of this presidency following the undisputed record of what occurred during the G20, putting Mm. aside all of this. I am starting to say, based on just the public facts, I don't even need to get into the conspiracy side of it. This is really problematic. And now with what Donald Trump Jr. has shared with the public, whatever you think about the the criminality of it, is this the standard that is appropriate for our public officials? And my answer is no. Mm. And that would be true whether we were talking about Donald Trump or Barack Obama or Paul Ryan. There's not a name that you could substitute on the line here that would make me defensive of this. Well, and here's the other thing. It's like, what do you think would happen if Hillary Clinton took money from Saudi Arabia and then turned around and said, oh, don't worry, y'all, I didn't spend it. Really? Would that be good enough for everybody? But here's what I've come to realize. I've been thinking about this a lot since this story's broke. And I've been thinking about, you know, how this would have so quickly tanked Obama or Hillary. And I'm realizing that, you know, and when I when I mention this and I bring this up to Trump supporters, like mentioned it to a family member, first response was, well, we still don't know everything about Comey and Valerie Jarrett. And I am just realizing on a profound level how he is there because people were so disgusted by the thought of Hillary Clinton as president. 
And everything that he does is framed, even still, even now that he is president, as, well, Hillary would have been worse. Well, it's not Hillary. The depth at which, I mean, when he says I could stand in Times Square and shoot somebody and no one would care, that only works with Hillary as a frame. I think if there'd been any other candidate, he would not have been he would not have been able to sustain himself in the eyes of so many scandals. And I really, I think I'm just coming to the truth of that. And I'm not really sure what that means. And I'm not really sure why that is, why people feel such disdain for her and why she feels so threatening to people. I got some guesses, but like even still with all this evidence, with this smoking gun email in which they say the Russian government is trying to aid your dad's campaign and his son and his campaign manager and his son-in-law meet and say, great, let's do this. Still, there's not, I mean, no fire alarms, no everybody demanding his head on a platter. It's just, oh, well, it's mind boggling. Summer is here. Pack your bag with sunscreen, your emotional sport water bottle, and that steamy bee treat. But wait, don't stop there. This year, there's a new kind of essential that's right at your fingertips. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods, goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pantsuit. Dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year is going by so quickly, and I had a little bit of a moment of panic about it this week. I thought to myself, I'm losing track of time. It's going so fast. It's going to be December before I know it. My kids are growing up, and I just kind of was spinning out. And I stopped, and I closed my eyes, and I pictured my last therapist, who I haven't seen since the end of 2020. But I remember the way he talked to me through these issues, and I sort of channeled his energy and put my feet on the ground and thought, this is just how time feels now, and there's nothing wrong with that or right about it. It just is. But those skills that I learned in therapy are so important to helping me take a second to celebrate what's going right and decide what I want to adjust for the rest of the year. If you're thinking of starting therapy, which I cannot recommend enough, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Pantsuit. The second most stressful thing after planning a trip is packing for it. This is true. This is a true story. I have just told you the clothes I have don't fit. They don't go together the way I want them to or I'm missing some essential piece. And then I discovered Quince. It's my go-to for high-quality vacation essentials. Like this premium European linen dress that's going to get us all through the heat wherever we're traveling. Blouses and shorts from $30. Washable silk tops. 
premium luggage options, and so much more. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than their similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I got big plans for my Quince chiffon pleated skirt in japan they like a loose flowy look over there to battle the heat i will be adopting that strategy with that skirt pack your bags with high quality essentials from quince go to quince.com slash pantsuit for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash pantsuit to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash pantsuit And he is, you've got to give him, I guess, credit for his ability to manipulate people because he systematically keeps bringing up the election yep. to maintain that, that binary choice. And yep. that is no longer the choice. Like if he goes down I tomorrow, Hillary, Hillary Clinton <laughs> is not the president. That That's not what happens now. But he keeps people in that worked up mindset. You know, because he knows that that's the the reality of the situation. Well, and here was my super doubly depressing thought, which is first that I can't decide if I believe he did this on purpose, if he saw that this is what was going to happen or if he just has a gut instinct for this type of manipulation. But with the constant talk of rigged elections, think about all these decision points he put other people in like obama like james comey where they thought well hillary will win but i don't want him screaming about a rigged election and those decision points they made based on his constant crowing about a rigged election led to decisions that in fact rigged the damn election like when this story broke i'm gonna be real honest i just sat there and i like sort of cried i'm getting emotional now because it just feels like he cheated it feels like All these forces, people were playing by the rules that he wasn't playing for. And when you play in a game with somebody and you're obeying the rules and they're not, it's so deeply upsetting. And that's what it feels like. It feels like Hillary played by the rules and he didn't and he won. And it's not like we get her as president now. And it just feels so upsetting. And it feels like, and I've never thrown around this terms, and I've had deep faith in our process. But now I'm like, you know, this is not fair and it's so upsetting. And I just think the the really deep hole I go down is this is exactly how Russia wanted us to feel. They wanted both sides to feel like the system doesn't work. The system can't be trusted. And it's hard to look at that email and see him sitting in the White House and think they're right. And this is a big picture thing to remember. This is what Russia wanted. And I do not believe that what Russia wanted was a Trump presidency for the sake of manipulating Donald Trump and making Donald Trump a king. I think Russia wants to distort and confuse. Are they getting some mileage out of Trump's strange willingness on the world stage to be disruptive to NATO and other things? Yes. They will drop him in a second. I believe in my core that Russia has built Donald Trump up so that it can tear him down now. It would not be surprising to me if some of the the fake reports that were sent to Rachel Maddow and others came from Russia as well. I don't think Russia has Donald Trump's back to the end. I don't think he and Vladimir Putin are like ride or die. 
I think this is part of a much longer game for Russia. And I don't think that the Trumps know that. And, and I think in that way, and it's not that I feel sorry for them. I absolutely do not. I just think that they view everything in transactional terms in the business sense where you, you can have enemies and friends. And that is really not how politics works. And it's funny because we always think of Bill Clinton as being a really transactional politician too. And that, you know, he could, really be beaten up on by somebody and then be at the table with them later wheeling and dealing for a new piece of legislation. But transactional business and transactional politics are totally different things. And I just think the Trumps haven't grasped that yet. Earth Breeze Eco Sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra concentrated, liquidless laundry detergent. It's the best of all worlds. Earth breezes tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin. So it's good for sensitive skin. It reduces plastic waste. All of these things are true and amazing, but let's get to the heart of it. Y'all know I have a laundry system. You know it revolves around training children as young as possible to do their own laundry. Earth breeze sheets feels like they were invented for this. Because littles maybe sometimes struggle with those big, heavy jugs. Or maybe you worry about the pods, but here we go. Here we go, y'all. Earth Breeze Eco Sheets. It's like the perfect solution. A child as young as two can handle these sheets. And even with toddlers, like you can get them involved. And this is a way to get them helping with laundry even before they could do it themselves. Ugh, gotta love it so much. Right now, our listeners can receive 40% off Earth Breeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit. That's earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off your subscription. earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. We do quite a bit of hosting here at the Silvers household, and I think there is nothing that completes a table for dinner. Like a beautiful loaf of bread and wild grain has made that so simple because they send gorgeous loaves of sourdough bread. Lots of spins on the ingredients, but always just this fantastic, high quality, easy to bake in 25 minutes or less from frozen bread that turns out perfectly every single time. I also have to tell you about the free croissants for life that come with your wild grain orders. And those croissants make the morning, your brunch, maybe your late night snack, flaky and like you're sitting in a French cafe and they're just perfect every single time. That's what I love about Wild Grain. It's easy, it's consistent, it's fully customizable. It is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. 
For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. Well, moving on, you got some good feedback about the antitrust discussion we had. Leah sent us an email and and she made a really interesting point. Leah is a policy lawyer in the agricultural industry where mergers and consolidations are enormous. Um, And she said, obviously, there are concerns about putting market share into less and less companies. And I share those concerns at the same time. The costs, for example, of bringing new seed or a new drug to market are prohibitive and possibly insurmountable for any new small company to actually hurdle. So along with this discussion of what corporations are doing to limit market access is a question of, has the government through regulation or other means also unintentionally encouraged that consolidation and lack of market access? And I think that's a really good point and why this whole dance is so difficult because there are these competing interests. Um, you know, Leah mentions later in her email that she supports reasonable regulation. You know, this isn't a, a libertarian argument, but it is, you, you do have to understand that erecting barriers to entry, uh, leads to and, and continued barriers, right? For compliance and other things that make business operations so expensive. That does have a, an effect on the business side. I mean, I guess my struggle, particularly with that that argument with regards to the pharma companies, is that so many of the scandals, so many of the um, sort of profit margins they're trying to increase are not coming from new drugs. They're coming from market manipulation of the EpiPen or lies about Oxycontin or pushing opiates they know are not good for certain treatments, even though they keep saying that they are. So that, that I mean, I'm just a little skeptical of the idea that like, they're just trying to recoup their costs. I mean, and I don't know, I don't know the cost of bringing a seed to market. So I, I don't know. I, I get what she's saying, but I'm skeptical that that's really um, the, I mean, I get that new companies probably couldn't do that and I just hop on the market and bring a new drug to, to, to the market, but I don't know. I'm, little, I'm skeptical. Maybe some of our listeners will have a good pers- perspective on that. So I wanted to also say um, that I got a great email from, oh, I didn't put her email. Oh, Sarah. Ha ha ha. Her name's Sarah. And she, that's why I didn't realize I had it. She made, I made an offhand comment about that no one really invented paper, but she said she's a paper person. And she said society's all simultaneously invented it. She said it was actually invented in China in 105 AD by Shai Lun, Lun, Shai Lun, papyrus, because it is woven is not technically paper. So it was definitely invented in China at one time. So I apologize to the Chinese. You did invent paper. But I was talking about um, there's sort of this this idea of simultaneous discovery. And I'll put this article I found. I kind of went down a simultaneous discovery uh, rabbit hole. And there's so many things that were like simultaneously discovered or invented, like the projector. They think oxygen was simultaneously discovered, like all kinds of really interesting um, things. So it's a thing, but I got it wrong about paper. So sorry about that. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode. We're trying to commit to shorter Friday episodes. so Our executive uh, producer though, is threatening to strike. <laughs> so even though we got lots of other interesting feedback and have uh, about 10 more things we want to talk about today, we are going to leave some of that for Tuesday. 
We'd love to continue to talk with you about anti-Trump and uh, anti-Trump. Uh-huh. Nicholas, please cut that out. <laughs> we would love to continue. Don't cut it, Nicholas. Don't cut it. We would love to continue to talk with you about antitrust and Don Jr. and whatever else is on your mind on social media at Pantsy Politic on Twitter, Pantsy Politics on Facebook and Instagram. You can always email us. And until Tuesday's episode, keep it nuanced, y'all. As always, thank you to our executive producers, my husband, Nicholas, Tracy, and Leslie. And if you could leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app, it would be greatly appreciated. And please check out our Patreon page.